The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Here is your host of Plant Profits, Bert Miller. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Plant Profits. I'm your host, Bert Miller from Protus Global. The purpose of this show, just to take you back, is to introduce some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. They are at the forefront of creating real companies and career opportunities. Today, we have an outstanding leader in the industry who happens to also be a close personal friend of mine, Mr. Jonathan Eppers. I've known Jonathan for over 10 years, and I find him to be a unique and exceptional business leader. And before we get started with him, a couple minor to-dos. First of all, follow me on social media at Bert Miller PG, that's B-E-R-T, Miller PG. And you can send our, your questions and comments for the show using hashtag plant profits. Profits spelled P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S. And of course, please don't forget to share our podcast with your friends and your family. All right, so let's just jump right on in. As I mentioned, we have Jonathan Eppers on the show today. Jonathan is the founder and CEO of Vibes. That is V-Y-B-E-S. Vibes is an organic beverage with 25 milligrams of hemp CBD. And they are my number one favorite CBD beverage on the market. And Vibes has a special place in my heart. Uh, today, we are going to talk to Jonathan about how Vibes came to be, what's in store and forward looking for Vibes. And what I dig most is the story and how Vibes came to be. So, Jonathan, welcome to Plant Profits. Hey, I'm really honored to be on the show. Thanks for having me on, Bert. As I mentioned, we have Jonathan Neppers on the show today. Jonathan is the founder and CEO of Vibes. That's V-Y-B-E-S. Vibes is an organic beverage with 25 milligrams of hemp CBD, and they are my number one favorite CBD beverage on the market, and Vibes has a special place in my heart. Today, we're going to talk to Jonathan about how Vibes came to be, what's in store, and what's forward-looking for Vibes, and what I dig most about it is the story and, and how Vibes came to be. So, let's welcome Jonathan to Plant Profits. How are you doing, Jonathan? Hey, good uh, Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Good to be here. Good. Great to have you, man. Uh, so before we jump in, uh, obviously, I know your story quite well, um, being a close personal friend. But what I'd love for you to do is uh, just quick, give us a, a quick intro about Vibes, and um, and uh, I'll turn it over to you. Cool. Well, thank you. Um, so, uh, you know, it's interesting, if, you know, if you would have asked me two and a half years ago if I'd be in the beverage industry, let alone selling CBD, I would have said you're crazy. I don't, I don't know anything about beverages other than I drank them. And at the time, you know, I, I knew nothing about CBD, but, you know, life has a funny way of taking you in, in, in different directions. And, and for me, um, sort of the genesis of Vibe starts sort of at the ending of my last a company I, I started and unfortunately had a, had a rough go at it, which was a company called Radpad. Um, it was a tech company and, and sort of my background's always been tech. Um, and, um, I was working on this company. It was a rental marketplace with, with, uh, about 50 people was on, on our team and, and, uh, we got to a pretty big lawsuit with one of our competitors and, um, never been under anything like that before in my life. And 
it was one of the most stressful and sort of traumatizing experiences mm-hmm. um, ever kind of been through. And, um, but something great came out of that. And then the fall of 2016, uh, sort of at my worst emotionally and mentally, a friend of mine said, Hey, have you ever tried CBD? And I was like, no, I've never even heard of CBD. Well, what is it? And he just, he, you know, he was telling me that it was essentially, um, uh, a compound found in the hemp plant that had all the medicinal properties of cannabis, but without the high. I was really intrigued by that mostly because. You, 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 you could take the stuff and apparently not get high. And he said that one of the things that people were taking it for was anxiety. Um, and given that I was so anxious and so stressed out, I could barely sleep. I decided to go and find some of this stuff. And there was a, a, a natural food store here in LA called Erewhon that I went into. And this is like in October of 2016. And I went into the store and I asked the girl that was working at the, uh, in the vitamin aisle, I said, hey, do you just have any CBD? And I remember most of the experience she got really excited and she took me over to this locked case. It was the only thing out of thousands of sort of supplements that they were selling at the store that was locked up. And, um, she got me some <laughs> CBD oil and it was really expensive. It was like 140 bucks. If I remember for this little tincture, um, it was like a little dropper. And she got really excited when she found out I was using it for anxiety. Cause she said it had worked for a lot of people. And so I got home and I started taking it, sort of like almost like medicine. Um, and within a couple of days, did notice a pretty big change in how I was feeling. I was, I was feeling just feeling calmer, um, a, a lot, a lot less anxious. Mm-hmm. And at first, I didn't believe it was really the stuff that I had bought over the counter in a grocery store that I'd never heard of and, and no one I knew really knew about that, that was actually working. But lo and behold, it was. And fast forward, you know, several months. We ended up selling RadPad, and I came out of that experience pretty, pretty emotionally drained. Um, and I was still taking the CBD oil almost daily. I mean, I was taking it like multiple times throughout the day. And I started getting really curious about what what this stuff was. Um, and sort of that led me to kind of to do what I'm doing today, which is, you know, with vibes. And uh, you know, at the time I was putting it under my tongue as a dropper, and I really thought that that wasn't the best format for this. And a lot of people like me, um, sort of around my age group, I, I felt like we're, we're quite stressed out and anxious too, just from sort of living in the modern world and social media and technology and emails and all the things going on around us. And I kind of felt like this stuff could help a lot of people, but the format that I was taking in, which was through the tincture, was not the right format to get it into the hands right. of, right. of the mainstream. It was beverage. So that's kind of led to the genesis of vibes. No, that's great. And you, you get, and if you go back for the listeners, I mean, Jonathan has a history with brands such as Merck, MySpace, eHarmony. Uh, obviously, he was a CEO and founder of RadPad, as he alluded to earlier. All great entities and, by and large, very digitally driven types of organizations and tech companies. And I guess you're kind of leading into that, Jonathan. I'd love to hear from you. Is how did you end up creating and, and manufacturing and now scaling uh, a CBD drink? I mean, you obviously had not had food beverage experience other than participation uh, nor CPG related experience uh, as well and now what you've uh, been able to do uh, with uh, with Vibes is create a very uh, first to market really uh, type of uh, beverage that is highly successful so walk us through that well you know it's interesting because you're right at the time like you know I had no idea really how to, how to make a beverage um, and I drank beverages 
but I, I, I had kind of this vision, you know, I kind of saw my head, you know, even without knowing how to get there, kind of what this would look like. Um, you know, what, you know, I kind of, for example, visualize what the flavors may end up being. And I kind of visualized the kind of bottle it was in. Um, and so, you know, having a vision, I think and being able to like kind of see it in your head, even if no one else can see it, I think is really important. Um, because it gives you something to kind of, kind of go into a direction and, you know, versus if you really don't know what it's going to be and what it's going to look like or who's going to drink it, it's much harder to kind of figure out, you know, what to make. Um, and what's, what's cool today is there, there's literally companies out there that kind of do anything for you. So there's, there's companies that will help you build flavors. There's companies that will actually help you produce the product. There's companies that will distribute and, and bring the product into the stores. And so the first challenge was figuring out how to make a beverage. The second mm-hmm. challenge is figuring out how to get CBD into that beverage. And this may not sound like rocket science, but one of the toughest parts about this whole thing, which I actually that would be the easiest part, was getting the CBD into the beverage into a format that was um, uh, uh, bioavailable for the body, meaning you can't take CBD as it's extracted from hemp uh, and just put it into a drink or a food right. product and, and take it. You've got to convert it into a water soluble or an oil soluble uh, format that your body can absorb. And obviously if you put oil into a beverage, it would just float to the top and create this kind of nasty sludge slurry. This is what most people were doing. And I was fortunate to find these guys out in Colorado that had this food science background that were, that were already sort of working with CBD and they were working on this water soluble product. And I was really the first one to approach them and say, hey, I'd be interested in putting this in my product. And, and so that's, so that's kind of how we were able to, to do that. Um, and then we worked with a company or a, a bottler here in California. We made the first batch. And then it was literally me for the first four or five months, you know, in my car, full of my vibes, uh, samples, right. bottles with my little cell sheet, <laughs> literally driving up and down the street in LA, going into coffee shops and uh, cafes and small natural food stores that I knew just from living here asking if they'd sell the drink and that kind of set this journey off. That's great. So, so we've come a long way within the whole cannabis space. Uh, now, especially what we're talking about today is where, you know, hemp and CBD is related. So as you're looking at vibes, what are some of the largest obstacles that you are facing, Jonathan? I think the biggest obstacle today that everybody's facing in this industry is CBD or say hemp was uh, legalized by Congress in December of 2018. So about six months ago. Um, and it, it, today hemp is treated just like any sort of other agricultural commodity like corn and soybeans. And, um, and so with that, um, Congress's intent was to allow farmers across the country to be able to grow and plant hemp and, and, and sell it. And primarily people are growing hemp the process for CBD and CBD food and beverages. But here's where it gets challenging because while Congress um, uh, descheduled hemp, um, they, uh, it, CBD falls under the, the, because it's being put into food and beverages under the FDA. And the FDA has had a policy for several years that prohibits CBD from being added to food and beverages. So essentially anybody today in the United States that's putting uh, CBD uh, even if it's hemp derived into food or beverages is, is, is creating a, a, a product that's prohibited by the FDA. Um, and the ironic thing is that people have been putting CBD into food and beverages for years. 
And the FDA has really not done anything about it. So this industry has proliferated. And once Congress descheduled CBD, it just exploded. And so we've got this very unique, uh, complicated um, situation where you've got an ingredient which is legal federally, but it's, 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 it's not able to, to really grow because the FDA, uh, because a lot of retailers, for example, won't, won't take food and beverage products because the FDA doesn't allow it. Um, and so one of the biggest challenges right now is navigating this industry, launching a product which, which technically um, can't be sold, even though right, lots of people right. are selling it. No, and that, no, John, then that's, that's very interesting. And that's good. I want to dig more into that when we come back along with some specific uh, challenges that Vibes has faced uh, around that topic. And then where, and then where Vibes is going, uh, going down the road from a forward thinking perspective. So uh, everyone, you're listening to Jonathan Eppers. He is the CEO and founder of Vibes. Uh, stay connected with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram via uh, at I drink vibes. I drink vibes. V Y B E S. And uh, when we come back from break, we'll dig more into what uh, he, uh, John, was just alluding to in the farm bill and some of the recent difficulties with those regulations that vibes has faced. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Plant profits will return, so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Plant Profits. I'm your host, Burt Miller from Protus Global, and you can send comments and questions to me at BurtMillerPG or use the hashtag PlantProfits. We're back again with Jonathan Uppers from Vibes. He is the founder and CEO. All right, so uh, we left uh, the last segment, Jonathan, really talked about some of the challenges uh, around, you know, the descheduling de- uh, de- of hemp and um uh, also, the, with the farm bill going through last December, that opened up some pathways to 
too many uh, in the business, but also now it's created some new hurdles with the proliferation of of a multitude of products. And of course, um, putting uh, CBD in food and beverages is now part of that challenge. So um, if you take a look at that, Jonathan, I know that uh, you mentioned that there was a couple struggles uh, with vibes and uh, around that issue. And in California, as it relates to CBD, I believe in January, uh, there was a large uh, significant number worth, uh, significant dollar worth of vibes that was impounded. Uh, and then at that point, uh, you had to make a decision to move some of the co-packing uh, out of California. Um, is that still the case or what are you doing with vibes today? Yeah, so you're, you're absolutely right. In January, uh, literally three weeks after the farm bill passed, um, and we were sort of still celebrating from that. It was a big, big uh, uh, change for our industry. Um, California's Department of Public Health went into one of our warehouses here in Los Angeles and embargoed about $200,000 of our product, um, which at the time represented a substantial amount of unsold inventory. Um, and so we had to... Uh, well, so the one, you know, why did California do that? Because California was kind of following what they believed to be the FDA's policy and prohibiting foods and beverages that contain CBD. So they were taking an active approach and going around the state embargoing people's product. So that forced us to have to move sort of our bottling out of California um, and potentially all of our business, which was tough because we're based in Los Angeles. And so to, to think that your own state, your own communities trying to prohibit you from, from, you know, growing your businesses and while you're hiring and trying to grow your business is really difficult. But, you know, that's, that's kind of what we had to do at, at the time. We just had to think fast and move quick. And we found a bottler out, out of the state, um, in a, in a state, um, that, uh, had much more favorable laws for, for hemp CBD and food and beverages. And we fortunately were able to get back up on our feet pretty quickly. Um, but it did, I mean, it was, it was a pretty costly, uh, and, and, and stressful, uh, even though I was drinking lots of vibes at the time, <laughs> it was a pretty stressful couple, couple months for us. Um, but, uh, but fortunately, you know, one of the things I never anticipated having to do when I got into this business, you know, I, you know, business is hard alone, let alone when you got the state coming after you. Um, but it's get involved in sort of politics. And, you know, I, we, we joined the U S and Brown table, which is sort of the, the trade group of, you know, coalition of, of hemp CBD companies. Um, we uh, got involved with a lot of legislative uh, legislation in California, helping to introduce a bill in January, right around the time we were getting our product embargo that would change California law to permit uh, CBD and food and beverages across the state. So these are all things I never expected I'd ever have to do or spend time doing and things that we've had to do because, you know, as, being one of the few companies sort of out front and being kind of first to market, there really wasn't anyone that could step up and do it. So right. we kind of had to kind of get involved. Um, well, I was thinking uh, one of the next questions I was going to ask you, if you had a magic wand and could instantly fix or change some, you know, something, what would it be? I think I already know based on uh, the dialogue we've had for the last couple of minutes, staying with that, uh, that line, Jonathan, if, if you think about organizations or other people and other leaders that are in the space, what advice would you give them? Um, meaning things that you have learned dealing with that situation that happened uh, in California, how would you, what advice would you give others? Well, the first advice I think I'd, I'd probably give is, um, you know, if you think you're going to come into this industry and it's, 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 you know, like any other food product, you're going to be able to sort of just make something and, 
you know, hopefully succeed. I think you're a mistake. And I think there's still a lot of challenges. Um, there's a patchwork of, you know, different states that interpret federal laws differently. And so, you know, companies, if you're going to get in this industry, should have some time and budget set aside to, to you know, for essentially, you know, um, public affairs. Um, and, and, you know, we've had to hire lobbyists. Um, and I still think, you know, the FDA still prohibits CBD in food and beverages, although we're hopeful that they'll, they're finding a pathway to, to put CBD into the food supply uh, and allow companies like Vibes to sell our products to the public and then retailers. So I think that's the, the, the first big challenge is that it's not an open road. Um, and depending on which state you live in, it could be very difficult to even sell a product that has CBD in it. Um, that's the first one. I think the second one is, and this is going to become much, much more important for companies that are making food products with CBD, is labeling. There's a lot of people today launching CBD products who aren't doing a very good job or being transparent about how much CBD is in it or where the CBD is coming from or even ensuring that the right dosage is, is in the product. And so something that at Vibe we spend a heck of a lot of time focused on is um, dosing and potency and making sure that after we make our beverages, we you know they're lab tested, we're very transparent and post our lab tests online for consumers and retailers to download and see. And I think that's going to become much more important in the eyes of the consumer is where is the CBD coming from? You know, what's, you know, what, what's in it and am I actually getting what I'm paying for? Yes, no question. Uh, I could not agree with you more on that. And then, and then as the trans, uh, transparency uh, is more and more required, uh, Vibes is already uh, well ahead and being very proactive around that. I, I want to bounce back to the brand real quick or the, the drink itself, Jonathan. Um, do you find that Vibes is a brand, then the drink, or do you find it a drink and then the brand? Oh, that's a great question. Um, when I got into this, you know, and I thought about, I was kind of talking about how I saw this vision or kind of mm-hmm. in my head of like what Vibes looked like. I really saw sort of, yeah, the beverage, but really this brand, you know, like what the, you know, what the values of the brand are, who, who you know, who's, who our customers are. What, what their lives are like, kind of saw all that. And we tried to design that into the brand um, uh, and design something that, you know, would, would, would kind of stand out to people, but also be true to what CBD is, which is subtle and calming. The brand reflects that. So I think, I think in, in a way, it's like, it's because we were one of the first out there and people's, a lot of people's first experience with CBD is through our beverages, um, it's kind of happening twofold where, you know, people are getting introduced to, to CBD through beverage, but then they're they're learning about what CBD is and what is, what it does for the mind and body through through vibes, which also helps sort of build the brand. Yep. The brand, which is around this lifestyle of like well-being and mental health, and I think that's you know we've kind of come into this new era, new era in, in food and beverage, particularly in beverage. Uh, you're seeing everything have sort of have a function to it, a functional benefit. If you're putting it in your body, like what is it doing for us and you know, in the early 2000s, it was energy and caffeine, and that was sort of the rise of like Red Bull and Monster. Yep. And I think as we've come into sort of the, you know, sort of the next decade, you know, you're, you're seeing people saying like, you know, is energy really, is really, is it, is it really helping me? You know, energy makes people, caffeine makes people anxious, and with everything else in our lives, it's just exasperating that those that anxieties. And I think you know that's where a product like CBD. Um, can really sort of come in to what's already happening 
with people to begin with, which is how do I find calm and balance, you know, in my daily life? Um, and that's what CBD really does for the body. Well, no question. And, and certainly the energy uh, drinks that you alluded to certainly created a category, uh, but more importantly, uh, is was the start of what would it say functional products. And of course, Vibes is a, uh, a, a life changer and definitely a functional product. Uh, we have about one minute before break, but I, I do want to kind of ask you a question. Um, and then we may, you know, need to uh, take a break and come back and finish it. But real quick, what is your thought process on how you're going to scale and build vibes, you know, looking forward? What's your plan there? Yeah, we're really focused on retail. Um, uh, what that means is we really want, we're really after shelf, you know, the shelf. And that's where mm-hmm. people buy a beverage like vibes. Vibes is an RTD, ready to drink beverage. It's something that's got to be convenient for people to get to. And when you think about today, like how you go and buy a beverage, my guess is you're thirsty and you go into a cafe or a grocery store or, you know, a gas station, you buy a beverage. And so in order for, for you to, for us to compete, you know, we really have to focus on making sure vibes in the right places and, you know, places that are convenient for people to access our beverages. That's great. Uh, And we'll come back to that and dig a little bit more into it because what Jonathan has done is not only created an, an amazing brand and uh, the juice in the bottle is outstanding. Uh, the liquid in the bottle is outstanding and it is functional, but uh, he's also starting to build a team. So we'll come back and we'll dig into that. You are listening to Jonathan Nepper is the CEO and founder of Vibes. Stay connected with them again on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at I drink vibes. That's vibes spelled V Y B E S. So we're going to come back from break and we'll dump, uh, jump right on into um, the brand itself and the scaling of that brand and how he plans to uh, grow around talent. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Register before May 1st for an early bird discount of 50% off now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Join us for the 2019 U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo August 3rd and 4th in Miami. Register now at usccexpo.com. Expo.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you like yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The National Cannabis Industry Association's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo returns to San Jose, California's McInerney Convention Center July 22nd through the 24th. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com and take part in the most influential, award-winning cannabis conference and trade show hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's Cannabis Business Summit and Expo offers attendees three days of engagement and interactive programs 
arrive early so you can participate in our pre-conference workshops and off-site tours. Join hundreds upon hundreds of exhibitors and thousands upon thousands of attendees at NCIA's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, July 22nd to the 24th in San Jose, California. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. That's CannabisBusinessSummit.com. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Plant Profits. I'm your host, Bert Miller from Protus Global. And you can send your comments and questions directly to me at Bert Miller PG. Again, or use the hashtag Plant Profits. That's P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S. We're back with Jonathan Eppers, the CEO and founder of Vibes. We left off talking about scaling the business. And part of scaling any business is uh, really around talent attraction. And so... Uh, we've discussed your branding, Jonathan, and how that came about uh, earlier. And now I'd love to talk and discuss how you're utilizing what you've done so far uh, to build your team and attract that talent to uh, to go out and sell vibes. Um, well, I think that's interesting. I think, you know, for, for us, kind of two things are, are grabbing people's attention and attracting to us. One is I think it's just like the, the fact that this industry is exploding and it's hard to go anywhere today and not hear about CBD and particularly around beverage um, for people who, are, who have been in the beverage industry. And I'm talking about people like on the, a lot on the operations and sales fronts. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting a lot of interest from people that work at other pretty, pretty big beverage brands. And I think part of it is, you know, they see this kind of new wave within the beverage industry of, you know, with, with CBD. And I think there's a lot of people that want to be sort of be part of helping make that happen. Um, so you've got, you've got that combined with the fact that I think, you know, the brand that we've, we've created is resonating with people. And so people are saying, you know, very talented people are saying, you know, Hey, where, where do I want to spend my time is working on something that I'm excited about. I believe in, and I think has, you know, a, 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 the potential to be pretty big. And I think, you know, that's kind of how people perceive vibes right now, whether it's actually true or not, I don't know, but you know, we're doing really well and we're attracting you know, a lot of people I'd say traditionally that are at other beverage brands um, who want to join our team and come into either sales or operations roles. And that's really right now, as we build out our team, we talked about for the commercial, you know, you know, really focusing on retail. And one of the ways to do that is to, you know, hire people uh, in sort of these sales manager roles in different markets um, and have them work alongside the you know, distributors and helping them open up retailers and then servicing those retailers. And that's a big part of this industry. Um, you can't, we can't run this company from Los Angeles. It's got to be, you know, we've got to invest in that people all over the country. They're helping us build vibes in their communities. No, no doubt. And it's, it, you know, uh, I got to tell you, Jonathan, I'm very impressed. Obviously, we talked earlier, uh, your background was not necessarily food and beverage, but, but uh, tech, but you've seemed to transition and cross that bridge into the CPD industry extremely well. So, uh, when hiring, how important is experience or the skill set that uh, you're looking for that there is a uh, that is related to food and beverage or CPG, or are you just looking for just great sales attributes? Yeah, that's a really great question. I think you know I, I've learned and and just from hiring people at different companies that I've either worked at or started that you can never replace enthusiasm um, and you know and 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 sort of the you know passion from people and I look at for enthusiasm you know people who are 
approaching us who are very enthusiastic about CBD in particular. They, like me, had a, their own health experience with CBD. It was very positive, and they believe in the sort of healing powers of this thing, and they, they really want to be part of something that gets this into more people's hands. So I think you can't replace that. Kinda, I, I, I tend to like um, younger people uh, for the sales roles who are willing to go out and sort of, you know, I've always found that, you know, at some point people kind of want to graduate out of the, the up and down the street business and which is really what it really means is going in stores and selling directly into the stores, which I find very exciting. But, you know, and I think that in particular for that role, we, we like, um, you know, people who are willing to do that. Um, people, you know, who are excited to get up every morning and go into a store and meet the, the manager and talk to them about our product and get it into the shelves and, that's really where our kind of focus right now in terms of our hiring is. Um, so I, I don't necessarily necessarily think that you need to come, you know, out of the beverage industry um, for this, for the, this role. Give you an example. Like I didn't have any experience in the beverage industry and I'm running this company. So I think, you know, if you're, if you're someone who's naturally curious, um, always interested in learning and you have a, you know, a really passionate enthusiasm for our product, I think you can learn anything quickly. Um, and I think you can excel. Um, I tend to, I tend to shy away from people who are just looking to make like a, a change just because they're, you know, want to make more money or they want to move up in their title. Um, you know, I, I get people's desire for that, but you know, at, at the stage we're in, we're really looking for people who really want to make a difference. Um, and so that's, that's a big part of who I look for. That's great. I have a couple questions before we wrap this thing up, uh, Jonathan. And uh, but before I ask the one I really want to ask is, uh, when, you know, speaking around talents, uh, you've um, you certainly have outlined that you're willing to hire the best player on the draft board and not necessarily the uh, fill a position, but really just great attributes. And I couldn't agree with you more on that. So kudos to you. Uh, it's it's working, and uh, Vibes is doing. Uh, exactly what uh, you want vibes to do. So congratulations on that. Um, any other resources that stand out that you, that you've had and that are really impacted and, and helped you on your journey? Yeah. I mean, I think one is like, you got to surround yourself with great people and um, you know, Bert, you kind of introduced me as a, a, a friend and we've been friends for years. And you know, when I got into this industry, you're really the first person I called uh, to get advice from, you know, how do I do this? Uh, even just kind of getting your, your thoughts on, on this idea that I had about putting CBD into a beverage. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago, but in, in as fast as things have moved, it's, it feels like a long time ago. Um, I think that's the most important thing is like, you know, you don't have to know all the answers. In fact, sometimes I think it's better not to know everything because, you know, you, you're not blinded by what you don't know or what you think you already know. And, and so it's important to surround yourself with like really smart people people who, you know, who are there to support you and people who are there to offer you their own experience uh, to help you make hopefully fewer mistakes and, you know, and, and maybe succeed a little bit faster. And so that's what I think the, the biggest piece of advice I give is surround yourself with mentors and advisors, people who are there to champion you and help you along the way. Because it can be a lonely road sometimes, on, yeah, you know, building yeah. a company. Yeah, no doubt. And, well, first of all, um, you are a smart, bright guy, as I mentioned when we opened the segment up, um, and you have done that, and there's a lot of people that make that mistake, and you you obviously uh, have utilized all the resources you need to um, have an, an amazing launch with a brand that's only about, uh, what, what are we looking at, about 17 months old in terms of 
being on the shelf. So congratulations again on that. I do have one question before we wrap it up. Uh, the question is this, uh, and I know we're never supposed to really ask a parent to pick a favorite child, but uh, for fun, I need to ask you, brother. <laughs> uh, we're going to end on a fun note, and really, what's your favorite Vibes flavor? Oh, my gosh. You, you, I mean, you hit that on the head. <laughs> I mean, like, each, we have five flavors, peach ginger, blueberry mint, strawberry lavender, honey crisp apple basil, and burning mandarin. Burning mandarin, uh, mandarin juice, turmeric juice, carrot juice, cayenne pepper. Uh, and the, the honey crisp apple and the burning mandarin are two newest flavors. Just came out about a month ago. So, look, I would say, like, you know, just, just I don't have children, but if I did, I can imagine there's some days you, you know, you want to play with this child, other days you want to play with that <laughs> child. Uh, and that's kind of how it is with me. You know, if I drink one drink too much, one flavor too much, I sort of need a, need a change. And um, right now, the one I'm drinking the most is burning mandarin. Uh, it's a little different um, because um, it's pretty heavy on the, the mandarin juice and the turmeric and carrot juice, um, but it's got a nice little kick with the cayenne pepper, uh, right. and it, it's, I, it's perfect for, for summer because if you look at the bottle it, and look at the color of the liquid, it looks like about a California sunset. So um, if you ever drink Brandy Manor, you can you can think of a California sunset as you're drinking it because that's well, what the liquid looks like. Yeah, and I, I look forward to it, man. So. so uh, the audience, you can see Jonathan Nuppers, he can be a hell of a politician too. Um, he was not able to give us the exact answer, but the answer he gave makes all the sense in the world. So uh, that's it for our time today. Uh, Jonathan, thank you for spending that time with us on Plant Profits. Everyone, remember to check out Vibes via idrinkvibes.com and on social media uh, at idrinkvibes. That's V Y B E S. And of course, don't forget to hit us up on Instagram and comments uh, with your questions. You can find me at Burt Miller PG and hashtag plant profits to stay in the know. Thanks for tuning in and we will catch up with you guys next week's show. Cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.